2: plushcare.com slash weight loss. We
3: never discussed, guys, even though we're live, we never discussed who's hosting tonight. And I realized halfway through the countdown, so I'm guessing I'm introing. (laughs) Just go for it. Go for it. Welcome, welcome, guys. We are live. It is Thursday. It is eight o'clock and this is the Thursday night breakdown. Uh Welcome, welcome, guys. This is the first one oh. we've done on Look Sports Media. How's everyone doing?
0: Well, it feels really different, doesn't
3: it? I, I've never, honestly, it's like brand new, is this? So, it's so different.
2: It's so different. It's- it's bizarre. A
0: year, I'm happy to still be semi awake on a Thursday night. Oh, oh god, oh
2: no, it's late. He's got a semi candle you know in the little
0: room. When I start making my swag, I'm going to make you uh, look me look sports media candle.
3: Yeah. Oh, I love candles. I'm like a I'm a big it. candle. Uh, what a weird
0: week. What it's a weird been, 24 hours it's been.
3: Well, yeah. It, it, um, yeah, bizarre. A bizarre 24 hours and a knacker in 24 hours for me as a <laughs> Bradford fan. But
2: I don't know what's going to happen this weekend. Everything's happened. Still season started with managers really early
0: do you think i was thinking about this today and i was like oh well it was this it was 10 games on saturday wasn't it so 11 on tuesday and 10 games is always like a really cliched milestone so mm. some of it makes sense to me it's like uh right we've done the 10 games we'll have a board meeting and we've decided to get rid but we've got a game on tuesday so we'll leave it until wednesday
2: mm. just like we cool. give us a little bit of extra time to see if we can Allow the, the whoever's going to be managing the weekend's game more time
3: to bet, and yeah, I suppose, yeah, but it's, it's like it's weird. So, from the Bradford perspective, from Mark Hughes, like I, I text you guys at full time on Saturday and I explained what like the, the atmosphere, like mm-hmm. on down there and like Mark Hughes's reaction and stuff. Like, I didn't expect him to be there for Tuesday, no, there was like an hour between full time and before the club put anything up in terms of interviews. Um, Something clearly happened at full time. Maybe there was a discussion. Maybe there was a let's wait till Tuesday. Um, But yeah, Tuesday came, Tuesday went. Zero social media from the club all day yesterday. And then last night, Bradford have parted ways with Mark Hughes and Glyn Hodges.
2: Um, I mean, I've been been expecting it since the Harrogate game, really. Like we've been spe- we've been speaking on and off about it, and I've been expecting for quite a while to happen because there's been the harmony within the club has just gone. You can see it with the you can see it with the fans, fans all arguing with each other. The, the players just didn't seem to be clicking this season. He's tried his a new system this season with the back three. He tried then reverting to a back four. Then the weekend or the weekend played the back four that he played pretty much all of last season, um, and it's just not worked harry lewis continuing to have a mayor obviously andy cook being injured for a long time i um, at the start of the season's probably had a knock-on effect on it but yeah it's just not clicked mark hughes this season i um,
0: how much has the fan base responded because you get this sometimes you get it like hughes out hughes out hughes out oh no 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 actually he wasn't that bad maybe we should keep him for another six months like has any of that gone on
3: so, does any, has anybody ever watched? And for for anyone who's listening, you can chat, you can write in the messages, you can tweet us. We can see it all, so we can respond to you um, on YouTube, on Facebook, whatever you want to do. But uh, has anybody watched The Office? And This might sound bizarre, but yeah, the, Ameri- the American Office.
4: No. So, just um,
3: oh, yeah. right. Okay. So <laughs> on, on the American Office, and I'll, I'll give you a bit of back- background. There's a there's a, pow- a point where. That the the office is gonna get shut down.
0: Mm-hmm. And they
3: decide they're gonna shut the office down. And Michael, who's the 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 Ricky Gervais character for the American one, and Dwight, who's his who's his assistant, they go to the CEO's house to get him to reverse his decision and they're sat outside and they're like demanding what they want, but he's not in. So they're just practicing for when he gets home. Then they get a message saying that the branch is staying open. And they kind of start celebrating and they're like we did it we did it and then there's this moment where they go silent and they, they sort of go what did we do and that's kind of how it feels like all yeah. the fans have been going get him out get him out get him out and then it happened and everybody went right what's next and it was mm-hmm. like thought beyond that moment as a fan base i've seen some stupid things I've watched for weeks the fans say uh, "Get this dinosaur, this fifty-nine-year-old, by the way, dinosaur <laughs> football club." And then today, I've seen those same people saying, "Let's go get Neil Warnock."
0: Warnock. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I, I've not understood that at all, Neil Warnock. Um, <laughs> seen Benito Carboni uh,
3: again. Well, I, people I, I
2: never. I've never understood that. So before Mark Hughes came in, fans were all going, "Oh, let's go and get Benito Carboni, right." What's Benito Carboni ever done? What would he bring to Bradford? Other than being a club legend, I mean, how good the club it's legends not usually it. do? Yeah. It, it, it's just... The annoying thing about the
3: Carboni situation is that people seem so blinded by it. And they're like, it'll be great, it'll be great. You know, come on, he's, he's, he's got a passion for the club. It's like he hasn't managed in six years. So... Really? Like mm. why why has he not managed in six years? And I think you know, we're probably gonna go into this a little bit later on as well, but because there's been other other things that have changed at clubs and other rumors. Um but the other one that's kind of I don't want to say annoying me, but just never makes sense, and it's not just Bradford, you see it all the time. It's when they say, Let's put in a club legend with an experienced number two, and it's like, well why not just put the experienced number two in charge if the oh. club legend has no
2: mm-hmm.
3: has no experience?
2: Like, I, I don't know. Well, why I... waste, right for me, why waste a wage on a club legend with no experience just for the sake of half in the face? Bring them in as like a club ambassador. Yeah, but don't just go, oh, let's bring them in as a manager. And said, mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense to me in the slightest. It's never made sense.
3: And, and I suppose the, the annoying thing about it is that the fans are saying this, and then they would throw the CEO and the owner under the bus if it didn't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have had a question from the Pooley podcast, which is Isaac's podcast page now. It's Hartley Paul Podcast, apparently. Um, who do you want next, Liam? Personally, it has to be has to be Pete Wilde. Um Pete Wilde. Pete Wild. Pete Wilde's not, I don't think. Going to come at Bradford. I've been quite open about it. He seems to have a real, uh, I don't a chip on his shoulder, but potato on his shoulder mm-hmm. about um, about Bradford and what happened last time. So I, I don't see it being Pete Wild. If I had to choose, it's it's down to two for me, and that's the Cowles and uh, Dave Attell. No, you know, we, we all know what we think of Dave Artell, and then
2: uh, we all love, we do all love Dave Artell, don't
3: we? Yeah, and and everyone that's messaged me about him today, I've sent him the interviews and just said, look, just watch, <laughs> make your own mind up on the man, and they've all come back and been like, yeah, they can they can see it.
2: um Jake has said, do you I reckon? Think the other one that, I think the other one that people see is it Williamson from Gateshead you see floating about a lot. I d- I'll be honest, I don't.
3: Uh, Bradford fans will not give that man chance. They will, they will not give that man chance to, to bed in. It would be a case of if he came in now, and by the end of January we weren't pushing on, there would be calls, and it's, it is that simple. We,
2: we've we've done it before. We'd do it again. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say another one on that point. Though. Would Bradford fans offer Dave Artel the time? Um, would they offer Arkell the time because he is known as a project manager? He likes to build. Yeah, more definitely. Younger talent. Bradford, yeah. de- Bradford fans demand almost immediate success. It's what it's a it's a it's an anomaly of a club where they want to win the league. it's not that they want everyone wants to win the league every season. They expect to be up there every season. Will Artel be given the time at Bradford? Back and at also,
0: is Artel a? Someone to save a club from relegation. I mean, that's ultimately why he was brought in to do at Crew when he started there originally. Or is he someone that, like Bradford, needs? You know, is he better suited at Tranmere, for example, or one of maybe Sutton or one of the other clubs that are at risk at the at the bottom of the league versus a Bradford who clearly want progression and, and promotion? I think we're
3: in a better position. Sort of structurally as a club than Tranmere and Sutton, I feel like we we've got. I mean, look, I, sp- I spoke to 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 Dave Artel last night about this, about the whole thing, and he kind of outlay- outlined exactly what he'd do. And for any Bradford fans watching this, I'll I'll say what he thinks would happen. This year would be consolidation. It'd be getting to the bottom of the problems.
4: Mm-hmm
3: but he is adamant that next year he would get bradford promoted and then he's adamant that he would get them to the top of league 1 the season after like that is i've never seen somebody so confident in their own words and and i i believe him um genuinely i believe the guy it's it's so strange what's happened because there's obviously a knock-on effect you, we say this domino this chain yeah we've seen off the back of brad well i don't know if it is off the back but it's you've got to think it's probably connected in some way. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Bradford
0: because Sack, yeah. even if managers, e- even if that, that decision isn't made and that announcement isn't made, mm-hmm. agents are having conversations, interviews yeah. are happening. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And, and this is the thing, every club that's kind of in doubt of their manager has a shortlist. Mm-hmm. They all have ideas of what they could do. And when one club moves, the other clubs panic because they could lose out on their number one target yeah. and and that's why you know we we looked at it we sorted it out of nowhere Gillingham sacking Neil Harris four points off the top after the season they had last year comparing it to this year look for me it doesn't make sense. A lot of Gillingham fans say it makes sense and that's fine. They so they've obviously seen um, more but from the outside I, it makes still zero sense
2: me. I don't see how it makes sense at all he um, it, turned it around yes he had a, a budget an increased budget to bring in but he had to bring in the right players to turn it around last season and he built a solid team that everyone says this team going to be there or thereabouts next season, this, it doesn't matter about the teams that are coming up um, he has built a good solid squad yes he missed out on a couple of big targets during the summer, he missed out on a lot of strikers that he was looking for could that be an issue that he was missing out is that a hidden problem that they weren't coming in in the summer and that they maybe would have came in under a different manager or a different manager would have had that going because obviously gall wants goals and that's what they're struggling with yeah. i, I it's, it's a bizarre decision for me
0: and they come and stuck so they're you know they're fine with their one nils and they um they're sitting back and defending and they were great at that even what the second half of last season mm-hmm. But they play quite relative to, so you've got my little team sequences grid, which I'm slightly obsessed with. It, it demonstrates playing style. So you've got um, Gillingham in the bottom left quadrant. So they are kind of slower and also not very direct in terms of, or more direct rather than, you know, someone like notts County that are very slow and very indirect in terms of um the number of passes involved so when that when colchester colchester when gillingham played colchester colchester played a slightly different style of football and it becomes unstuck so i think there's that i also wonder whether there is a promotional bust attitude at gillingham they've taken on so much in terms of wages over the summer that gatlinson's kind of sat there and said you know what we we just need to get promoted at all costs. In very much a Wrexham situation from last season, we have to be promoted. That's the only option. Whether they're sustainable in League One is another question. I don't know whether they could hold their own at the moment. Um, but those one nil, that kind of one nil strategy isn't sustainable and won't get them to that point because they're coming unstuck so easily.
3: Yeah. No, I, I agree. But the Gallantons did say that they weren't breaking the bank this year, that they were going to remain sort of below, well, sustainable. They weren't going to be going above what they're bringing in. So I, I don't know what they've spent. Um, we will come back to this conversation because we'll, we've will we got a couple of games to preview first. Um,
2: there's some, there's but, a few questions that have came in, I think, are crackers. Yeah. And... That we want there's one in particular that I've seen that I think I really want us all to answer. I am, yeah. view. I think the answer could be no, but it'll be good to just talk about it, yeah. And
3: we'll we'll get we'll get we'll go through those questions, we'll <laughs> ping them up on the screen after we've done the games. But, um, first, first up, I believe because I've not really been involved in planning, it's been you guys, so I, I, I feel bad in that in person been some planning. I mean, there's yeah, there's been
0: some tax. I think that's the limit of it.
3: Yeah, I wasn't even involved in those. But I believe, first and foremost, we're going to be talking about Doncaster and Stockport. Yes. Um, And we have joining us, we have Jack, who's a Doncaster fan. Uh, You'll have seen him on the 606 previously. This is the first time he's ever been on as a guest with us, and it's the first time I've ever seen him in person. He's there, he's waiting. I can see him. Hi, Jack. Um, (laughs) He's waving. Um, So let's bring Jack in and let's let's do this. Uh, Two clubs that are in completely... Different positions to where they were three, four weeks ago. Fan bases are in completely different mindsets to where they were three, four weeks ago. And yeah. this could be an absolute cracker. Hannah hates talking about her own
4: team, so I'm delighted. But,
3: Jack, welcome.
4: <laughs> welcome to the, the Madhouse. Hey, Liam, this isn't the first time we've seen each other or spoke with each other.
3: Because <laughs> No, on live it is, though.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I do apologise. Why? What
0: did you do? He no,
3: actually... subscribes to my OnlyFans. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> you
2: that
3: yeah, one no, we, that does, yeah. Yeah, we've uh, no, we've spoken before, and yeah, we we had a we had a chat before about podcast, well, essentially, sweat Spaces and stuff, didn't we? Um, so yeah, welcome. I'm, do you know what? I'm going to shut up. I want to hear some trash talk. I want to hear what's going to happen. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, yeah, like, you're gonna get that from me. Mm-hmm. You know what? I I'm was going to back seat here. I was, I was <laughs> on the, the
4: scarf. Is it Begara War?
0: Yeah, Danny Begara. He was the manager in the
4: 90s. I bluffed it. I'm like, we're so good at the minute. We, Yeah, we've... All right, we've lost two, but we've won four of our last six in all competitions. And they were like... <laughs> that was last night. i realistic, be more realistic tonight. No, it's... Um, look... I say this on the 606 quite frequently, we've had a torrid two years, you guys know exactly what it's been like, and yeah. all our clubs have, have been like that at, at some point, um, but McCann's coming in, in came in into what was well, essentially a sinking ship to begin with, um, and it takes time, Next, Hannah, you know, look, Stockport last season signed 12 players, it was a massive overhaul, you had a slow start, mm-hmm. and that's what it's been like for us really in the first opening few weeks of the, of the, of the season, but we're... We're a quarter of the way through now, which is, just seems crazy, doesn't it? Scary, yeah. um, yeah. is um, yeah we've look, if, if we talk about the last six, two defeats, one at Barrow, um, you'll have to remind me where the other one is. I can't, I can't quite think off the top of my head. Um, but in, in terms of we're, we're scoring plenty or enough, yeah. we're not needing as many as we're scoring, which is, is, is much better. Um, performances have shifted. And the exciting thing about that is that we've got still got many players out there, like George Miller, Jamie Sterry, Sterry's playing game for us I think he had 60 minutes against Arrogate on the opening day um, you know uh, Kyle Hurst is yet to come back um, uh God, give me his name was John
2: that, I was going to say Sterry will maybe play another 60 minutes and then he'll go off injured again
4: for about potentially. he's on a three year deal and look we had Ben Close on a three year deal and for the first two years he was um, unsettled with injuries and look he's come back in under Meccano sort of unlocked a little bit of potential in him and um, we're slowly heading in the right direction albeit still sat pretty in 19th, I think it is in division. But you you can tell that the performances are there and teams we've come up against have have complimented us and said, look, we turned Gillingham over the other week who just touched on there. I can understand why he's got the sack because they came towards top of the league, but they didn't look like a top of the league side. Um, They were poor. You know, he he came saying that they thought they should have won the game, and they had lots of clear-cut chances. But I think, if anything, there were a lot of clear-cut half chances rather than rather than full chances. And we've spoke about manage, what managers can be like after a game and yeah. run away from their mouth in a press conference. But on to Saturday, I think it'll, it'll be a tough game. I, I hate playing Stockport. I hated playing Stockport when they came up because they're just a club going in the opposite direction to where we've been going in, in the last few years. And when you go to Wedgley Park, there can be an incredible atmosphere. But I think what we've got to do, and as I'm sure you know, Grant McCann's not the sort of manager to to go defensive. He'll want to get mm. at Stockport and he'll want to shut Stockport fans up. And Joe Ironside and Mo Farl have created a bit of a, a partnership up top in recent weeks. So if that can continue, then who knows what can happen.
0: Isn't Joe Ironside a County fan, though?
4: Well, I heard his dad played for County. He was a back-up <laughs> yes. but only made 17 appearances. So... I'm
0: well, sure he'll be there on, on Saturday. Can I? say sent a chal earlier. Like once you've gone there and you've you know embraced the atmosphere, that's it. You're converted.
3: I mean, I've been there and I've sat in the home end, and I ain't converted.
0: <laughs> um,
3: I I sat in the home end as a Bradford fan watching Bradford, and it was the most infuriating thing ever. Um, for one of the dullest games of football I've ever watched. But I saw a lot of planes flying overhead. Um, so, so jack you, you you touched on about the start to the season not being great um you said you started slow and i think you all expected that there was going to be some time where it needed to
4: to bed in and you needed to to get better i think if Did- i'm if, if i'm if i'm honest i expected that after i saw the first two performances because i watched us in pre-season and i know pre-season means nothing but yeah I thought we were excellent in through and uh, barring a an away performance at, at York um, we turned Wednesday over comfortably but obviously now you look at that and you think actually it's probably not an impressive result is it really? No. <laughs> I know,
0: we um, drew oh. Wednesday as well <laughs> I, think, I, I
4: think I'd get a brace <laughs> <laughs> Port Vale came and we turned Port Vale over pretty comfortably and nullified really any threats they have, but it means nothing and then you play Harrogate you think mm, and then you go to Hull and you put a performance like we did at Hull and I was like wow and I think McCann touched on that on Tuesday night he related the performance on Tuesday night against Crawley to, to that of Hull where we just got out and we couldn't get um, first 20 minutes they, they, they were the better side they knocked the ball about quite impressively to be fair um, but then after they, they made a mistake at the back we, we capitalised on it and then the yeah. rest we just, we just took it there really uh, but yeah I
2: thought I thought the exact same about you in pre-season. I thought you had a phenomenal pre-season. I I even said really early on that you made the best signings. I thought you, you, you had a phenomenal transfer and you brought in great great players. So I was really surprised to see you after the first few games really down at the bottom and struggling. I was like, where is this? Where is this coming from? Why are you struggling? I my my favorite signing you've got to be Owen Bailey. I think he is a, some um. talent.
4: He is, he is, and do you know what? It's not, it's and McCann said this as well. It's, it's not even just him as his ability as a footballer, it's him as a person. You know, I've not met the guy personally, like, don't get me wrong, but his press conferences, the way he talks, they can see his passion on the pitch. I mean, you're seeing that now more, and it's something I've, I've elaborated to a couple of times on our space when, when we've, we've talked about some goals we've scored. You're now seeing. Uh, you, you, the last couple of years we haven't seen a togetherness we haven't seen a team pull together we haven't seen a team play for each other we haven't seen a team celebrate for each other but um, we are doing that now when we score goals or the team are together there's a real there's a real passion there between them and that's what we've been missing there's question coming for you, you there that.
3: yeah yeah hi jack how fa- can i just say actually what i've realized as i'm stretching jack if i go like this i've got your name on my
4: shirt I don't wear it. I don't wear it. I don't wear it because years ago somebody asked me what my name was and I had a Jack and Jones top on, and when I told them my name was Jack Jones, they wouldn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> i do not But nobody Christmas time, nobody buys me Jack and Jones t-shirts, polos, anything like that because I say se- I'm sending
3: you one. I'm sending you one. Um, but yeah, que- question there that's coming from Ian. How fast can your defence run? And I'm guessing this is Hi, this is more about counties.
0: Santos on fire.
3: <laughs> well, you, you guys you guys counterattack really, really well, the stockport, and they they literally will just turn it on and, and charge. So I suppose, yeah, it's it's how how fast are your defence? Are they cap- are they capable of handling pace running at them?
4: Well, we'll see on we'll see on Saturday. So I think Saturday is going to be probably our toughest, our toughest te- test yet. I'm not blowing smoke up, stop ports arse or anything, but they've really, really a, a form, haven't they? They've, they've yeah. got some players that can hurt you Louis Barry, Olafe. Um, I don't know who plays on the right, but um, yeah, they've they've we've got pace. Um, we fetched Anderson and we've got Anderson at the club already, but we fetched Richard Wood in in, mm-hmm. in um, who's been out injured now for the last three or four weeks. Um, but they were more to complement and to play alongside with Joe Aloo. Um Big talented defender. Um, he's got pace and then obviously at the minute McCann's been playing a, a three at the back um, with his two wing backs but the back three has predominantly been Anderson, Bailey and Alowo. Um, Bailey's got a bit of pace about him. Alowo's got a bit of pace so it sort of complements really well with Anderson who hasn't mm-hmm. quite got that pace.
3: I think look, looking at your fixtures coming up you've got obviously Stockport Saturday which is what we're here to discuss but the games after that are quite forgiving, or, or yeah. a lot of them are quite forgiving. Are you tranmere and Sutton? Is it?
2: They've yeah, they've
3: got they've got Tramere, Sutton, Salford, who are kind of turning it round a little bit, Um and they've also got Grimsby. Four very, without being
4: disrespectful to them, four very winnable games there. Yeah, we've. Um, we- We've we've had some tough tough games at the start of the season. Let's let's be real. Like we 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 faced Gillingham, top of the at the time. We've had Wrexham. We've had Knox County. We've had MK Dons. We've had Crawley, all been top at division. You know, so we haven't had an easy easy start. Barrow last week. All right, they haven't had the best starts themselves, but they've, they 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 still p Wiles. So we haven't had it easy. So hopefully, what we see, and hopefully these games are coming at a good time for us, where we're starting to with that bit of form you know, strikers are, are scoring, teams gelling, I think. I, I, Saturdays, a, I think, it's a huge game because I think that'll tell us where we're at in yeah. terms of where, where this team's going. And I, I reiterate the fact we've still got players to come back. George Miller's a massive mm-hmm. miss. He got 15 goals for season or 14 goals for us and, and was out for three months.
2: Yeah, And, yeah. and
4: with guy inside, he's complimenting really, really well. So. If we can play like we are doing at the minute and pick up results and, and put put some performances in, then I'm excited to see what we can be when these players come back.
0: I've just um, I've just totted up. We've played seven of the same teams because as you were talking, I was thinking that's one of the things that we've said that we had we've had quite a tough start to the season, and now we're also in a run of um, relatively more comfortable fixtures. We've got Harrigan yeah. this weekend. Um, but yeah, I think the other thing—the the league's so tight at the moment as well that all it takes is a couple of wins and you you go from you know mid to bottom to <sighs> right. I don't, to, I don't want
4: to worry you though, Hannah, but I will say we've had we've had jillingham come. I mean, we've been at home for both games, but we've had Gillingham come who they was on a a, a winning streak or a non loss streak if you like, um, and so have Crawley, and we've ended both of theirs. So I have oh, yeah. a, I've it's got some hope. Every-
0: Every streak's gotta end sometime. But also, like we, we're we still I see I'm I'm caveating our performance now and um Monday nights so, discussion I care, about I don't
2: caveats. I want you to be straight to the point you
0: know, I want you to just tear into it. <laughs> no, no, we've still got injuries. So um we are fine as we are. That starting eleven is good, it's fast, it's worked well. Yeah, And we've, we've had a little bit of leeway. So Ibby, Toro was injured um, last week and Aki Wright's come in and, and we've still won. The bench is not strong at all. And what Charlie has been doing is recognising that we're on kind of bare bones and so resting for the last 10, 20 minutes, a good chunk of that starting 11, and that's when the wheels come off. So that's what worries me if, you know he continues to do that. He may well have done that, you know, Forest Green um, on Tuesday and Accrington on Saturday because of the proximity of those games, you know, versus then having a break coming into Saturday. Um, but I'd expect to see the same start. Charlie tends to keep the same starting lineup that win. And it gets really fun with fan hub because when you're on a winning streak, you're also on a fan hub streak because uh, yeah. you just don't change it. So Nick Powell could come back but he'll be sat on the bench. Callum Camps apparently cl- played in the um, Cheshire Senior Cup game and has had continued shoulder problems so he's having injections. If they don't work he's on surgery. So I don't know who else is due back. Kyle Wootton, they'd al- always said October um, but there's no sign of him in the squad yet. So yeah it's but what has happened, which is nice, is this little run of form has kind of taken the pressure off people like Wotton to come back maybe sooner than they might have been ready for. Um, Yeah, I think it's like, it's a nice, it's a nice atmosphere at Edgley Park at the moment. There's been times this season where it's been a little bit, um, people have been very frustrated, it's been stressful, it's, it's hard to watch a team that you know have got the potential to be so much better just being kind of average or or less than um and really struggling to be effective so yeah it's it's nice all runs have to come to an end but I'd like this one to go on a little bit longer
4: I wouldn't
3: this is something that's made me laugh in the in the chat and I'm, I'm gonna I was talking about you having a relatively sort of forgiving run after this Stockport game. Now, you can quite clearly tell that this is a Bradford fan, can't you? <laughs> Tranmere, a very strong side in my opinion. Yes, yes, I agree. Um Ryan has also joined us. Uh He's found out you can make yoghurt in a bread maker. Ryan, you can make yoghurt anywhere if you just leave milk.
0: Yeah, I bought one of those Lakeland shaker things, like the easy yo things, never, ever used it. Uh... And then, like, what are you do with it, Hannah. I've got no idea, I didn't have use it. You get <laughs> some sachets <laughs> and then you mix like stuff with it. What she, she
3: didn't fall for it, she didn't no. fall for it. I, I thought you were going to do the impression, Hannah. I thought no. we were getting some extra
2: subscribers there. <laughs> um, well,
3: before, that's for before we, uh,
2: when, we, when we do put it up on OnlyFans,
3: yes. <laughs> Before we move on to the next game, because uh, we, we, we 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 try and keep them short, we like to just get it snappy. Jack, Hannah, both of you. Oh,
0: God, no.
4: no. Prediction for no. Saturday, please. It's oh, be gone on, on that show. I'll let go for ladies first, I'll let Hannah go first.
0: Oh, God. Just move on. 3 1. I made a prediction, right? Come on. Uh, so <laughs> Jack, Jack, what's your predictions for the
4: game? Um, we've been scoring at a goal of uh, a rate of, uh, two goals a game, conceding at one goal a game, so I'm going with a. a, a a 2 1 win.
3: Okay, so, it is. so we've got two
4: bang opposite predictions there. That's so I got tricked into getting. that though. Someone's getting very, very unhappy. On Saturday. Going Where Charles going, is he not in the Donny end? I don't know. If Charles, Ch- I don't know. No, there's. If yeah. Charles is the top end, he, he might not come out with two normal eyes, to be fair. He,
3: he ain't got two normal eyes as it is. I've met him. <laughs> His, his Charles just no. Charles Charles absolutely bonkers. I love the guy, but he is batshit crazy. Um yeah. So he's great. He's, great. He, is, he is great. Um we've we 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 are setting we're setting Charles challenges this season. That's what the, that's what it is, the challenge. Uh so we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with Charles this year. But yeah, guys, have you got anything else you want to add to Jack or add for Jack before we uh we, we move on?
0: Don't, oh, have have a pie before the game starts and then don't bitch about not being able to get a pie at half-time because that's what oh, we fancy. I, I found that last year. I found out that
4: last year, yeah. yeah. Although, yeah. yeah.
0: At least you're in the sun-shaded bit this time. Heard, it's been heard, nice
4: to you. I've heard good things, though, about these pies, these homemade deliver on the oh day.
0: Good. I, I'm I wasn't really
3: impressed. Good. I wasn't impressed.
0: You didn't have a pie, did you?
3: i had a bit of everything i had fish and chips yeah i had pie i just wasn't impressed but uh to be fair we'd been in that place eating and drinking all day so yeah that was probably why um but other than that jack thank you very 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 much and we look forward to you on the 606 speaking about this 2-1 win um when hannah in fact i say that, that
2: I'm not even. If you've made the prediction, you've got to just live up to that prediction in the 606 or Now you know you've got to come. You can't not come on on Sunday. Now,
1: that's of us.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes, I'll he be does because I'm not here,
1: Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> just I, I need I'll... you on Sunday, <laughs> uh,
4: Liam. Come on, in who's who's the next Bradford boss?
3: I, I honestly, I don't, I, I don't know. It's, for me, it's between uh, Danny Cowley or Dave Artell. Uh, if if MK if MK Don's give their fans what they want and get rid of Graham Alexander, then Graham Alexander comes into that conversation. But at this point,
2: uh,
4: What if, what is has a superb run in these next few games? I don't think we give him chance to do
3: that. No, I, I really don't think we give him chance to do that. It's, but the, the the statement read as if they already know what the, what they're doing. Um, it didn't read as a we're going to now look to make to, or we're going to start looking it literally said it'll be announced in due course so we've we've made we've clearly made steps and identified uh yeah so no I, god knows I, if it's my choice I'd, number one for me would be artel but it, yeah obviously not my choice great uh, stuff yeah cracking jack thank you very very much We'll see you. Have a listening
4: Best of luck.
2: Meet you on Sunday, mate.
4: Yeah, absolutely. See you later, guys. See you later. You. Yeah,
2: it's a Oh well, 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 people.
4: well, well, well. We've had some so, more
2: people join. We have had, had some more people. Uh, we've had Dan from Barrow join on the Birds of Blue. Hello, Dan. We and we've well, had loads we've had, more people sort of saying
3: we've ben different things. This as well. we've had more people oh. saying things about who Bradford should get as a manager, which is interesting ones and <laughs> some that are not so interesting but before well, we do one. that yeah that one definitely um I do, is that a picture of Is that a cartoon poo in that photo or, or, or a, a
0: brown is to, so or a, be, a, a beehive you're just
2: gonna say is it an overcooked croissant
3: could be uh
2: it um, could be
0: so civilized like that or well, it's a
2: look, poo on the beach it's been like rammed in the sand and it's like still i don't know I've never seen a poo
3: on the beach round into the sand. Um I've seen
0: a burnt quasar on the beach.
3: Was it round into the sand?
0: I mean, probably.
3: Was that it? Was it that?
0: Can, Jamie, can you just let la- it's a boat? What? Uh,
3: Jamie, that's not a boat. Um, no, that's not a boat at all. I I don't I don't care. Um Jack, no, I don't. So just gonna point this out here. Jack saying still not fancy, Ian Doors. Liam. i don't fancy him as a person i don't find him attractive in any way shape or form and i also think he's a terrible manager and um, so no i don't fancy him in any way shape or form it but before be we get be back into you know that yeah well to be fair it's fine i'll don't about telling people i've said worse um before we get into more of that and looking at who managers who clubs are going to bring in we've got another game to discuss and we've got another guest um I'm going to let you guys run this one, because I'm just going to sit back and watch this, because I'm not 100% sure on either of these, really, what's going on at these clubs. But we've got Jonathan joining us. Jonathan's coming in, I believe, correct me if I'm
1: wrong, MK Don's fan. He is. He yes, an NK Don's fan.
2: Jonathan,
1: hello. Hi, guys. You all
2: right? Dude, whoa, Yeah, we've good, got thanks. We've Ryan as well. We have. I don't know what Ryan's doing here. I don't, Ryan, I don't
0: think he's supposed to be there.
4: <laughs> no carry on guys
1: no you excited yeah, for sorry, Gillingham
0: man. Jonathan
1: what, what was that sorry I
0: said are you excited for
1: Gillingham uh, not after today's news I've got to be honest um, seeing Gillingham drop that bombshell just before lunchtime makes me quite nervous mm-hmm. um, I thought it was going to be a tight game anyway because we've got similar form both started the season strongly, both um, tailed off, as it were, and uh, I was quite looking forward to to the game. But now it's a bit. I'm not sure which Gillingham are going to turn up. Whether it's going to be a Gillingham that are going to be feeling sorry for themselves, or a Gillingham that are going to come out all guns blazing. To be honest,
0: um, I've not seen whether if they said who's in charge. Have they put someone in? Like not because yeah, like Radford's um, quite quick didn't they, that
1: it was... Yeah, they have announced someone. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how... Keith Millen, who was our... Um, yeah, he he um, took up, took two games at MK Don's after we had Dan Machichi, as he was Dan Machichi's assistant. I think mm. that was eighteen nineteen. So mm. I didn't even realise he was still in football. But yeah, they've said Keith Millen's in temporary charge.
0: And um, before the announcement today, how are you feeling about kind of MK Don's prospects this weekend?
1: Uh, More confident than I was after the Harrogate game, got to be honest. Uh Um, First half an hour, we were brilliant. Uh, Mark Oxley had a brief first half an hour and then that goal happened. um, And then for some reason, we just couldn't get going second half. Seems to be, we go a goal behind and we struggle to get back into it. Um, Stockport being an example. Yeah, I know we got the goal back quite quickly against Stockport, but it's like we haven't got an answer to what happens when we go behind. Um, Am I more confident after Walsall? Yes, I think we should deserve to win that. I think their keeper again had had a real good game. Um, And inform Ellis Harrison scores two of the three chances he had. My wife's so in informed, bangs at him from six yards. And mm. uh, I'm certainly more confident than I was against Harrogate. And I'm not like some of our fan base who want Alexander out after... I was just going to ask you that. It's ridiculous. Say, um, why, why are a lot of it, your fans wanting Alexander out? What's going wrong here? What's going on with that? I, I, I just think the fans don't like his... His football, they, they, they want they want us to play the MK way as we call it the the pretty one touch football, heavily possession based attacking. Um, when we've got when it's good, it's good. A uh, couple of seasons back in League One, we were challenging right at the top, but then we had players like Scott Twine, Troy Parrott, uh, Connor Coventry, and we didn't get over the line. Um, we didn't really recruit well the following summer, uh, gambled on a lot of youngsters, uh, got rid of Liam Manning just before Christmas, and mm. you see what he's done with a real good Oxford side in League One, yeah. um, gambled with Mark Jackson, really nice guy, uh, but again, didn't have enough to get us uh, save us from relegation. Um, Graham Alexander's come in. I was really excited about it after what he did with uh, Salford and Fleetwood. I thought this is the kind of guy we need if Pete Winkleman said he wants to go up straight away. And I think the Wrexham game, I think fans saw the Wrexham game and thought, right, Alexander means business. But personally, I think we just caught Wrexham at the right time. Obviously, they were away at, uh, in America for pre season. So. That was a bit of a false dawn. We were looking to beat Tranmere, we were looking to beat Colchester, we were looking to beat Doncaster, we were looking to get a point against Notts County as well. Um, but it, it's getting there, I feel it is getting there. We just need to score a goal, and I think, I think the tides will turn. Probably a bit like Hannah when I spoke to her before the Stockport game. I'm not, I'm not worried about, um being out of sight of the playoffs. or so the automatic promotion at the minute, we're only four points off the playoffs, which in league two is nothing. So mm-hmm. I'm not panicking yet.
0: Um, ben in the uh, chat has asked about Dun Kemp. So he's obviously at Swindon doing exceptionally well. Why yeah. do you think he, um, Um, was it that he didn't fit with Greza's way of football or did he he just not do his best for for MK Duns?
1: He's a really tricky one to answer because Liam Manning was the one that signed him in January. It was, I thought it was a case of get him in as a backup for Twine if Scott Twine got injured, that sort of similar player. Uh, He never got a game that first half of the season because we were playing so well. Um, then, then in the summer, the first summer, he got a few preseason games. Um, started a couple of the League One games, and then he reportedly had, fell out with Liam Manning. Uh, went to Hartlepool in January. Am I right? Yep. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. in think January
2: just he, he was phenomenal. At he, was, uh, he was. People couldn't play against him.
1: Yeah, and and I thought right. That's the sort of thing that he needs. He's had a good time at Hartlepool. um, Can come back in pre-season, new manager, fresh start. And for whatever reason, Alexander and Kemp haven't haven't got on. And uh, I heard a rumor that Swindon were tried to buy him after they loaned him, and we've turned him down as well. So I I don't think Kemp's going to be at MK Dons come January, to be honest. I can't understand it, especially when we've got a long player from Jack Payne, who you'd say is a similar sort of style of player. Um, I, I, just, I would just love to see Dan Kemp given a chance because, as we've seen, there's a player in there.
3: Uh, big yeah. fan of Jack Payne question, as well.
1: That
2: question just came up Jack Payne. Thoughts on Jack Payne?
1: I love him. I absolutely love him. He, he He's given me Scott Twine vibes. He really is. His energy, his enthusiasm his first thoughts to go forward he's 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 just phenomenally just so full of energy exactly what we need him and gilby complement each other yeah if he can get an assist or a goal soon i think he will he will kick on um reminds me a bit of Obviously, what Louis Barry's now doing at Stockport, not sure why it didn't happen for him last season at MK Dons, maybe because we didn't play him on the left, but we saw what damage he did for us a couple of weeks ago. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: And um, like Sam Stubbs at Bradford on Saturday, Alex Gilby has come out and said, you know, it's on us, it's not on the manager. How do you feel about that?
1: once they cross once they cross the, the white line it, it is on the players uh, you can see i think there's still personally hangover from some of the players from last season about how mm-hmm. it ended um i think i think the result back into the season when we were 4-1 up against barnsley i think that is still playing up on their minds the fact that they came back and drew four each um the burton game was just ridiculous i think that's still playing on their mind Still haven't seen the best of Warren O'Hora who I tipped to be the best center back in league two, um, preseason. Uh, I thought Jack Tucker would thrive in league two. I thought signing Alex Gilby, MJ Williams for this level, brilliant. Mo Isa, Ellis Harrison at this level, Jonathan Lekker, when he puts his mind to it at this level, mm-hmm. can be phenomenal. Cameron Norman as well, don't know how we got him phenomenal and, uh, as you say, it is on the players and this month is huge. We've got some big, big games. I'm really looking at those last two, the end of the month, home to Bradford, home to Swindon as two massive, massive games. See where we are from the end of the season. Yeah. Um give us a prediction
3: for this, this game. It's hard, isn't it? Because it's it's a complete everything's just been kind of thrown out today with what they've done. Um but yeah, I mean, give us, give us, a, a, it doesn't have to be obviously a nailed on prediction, but like roughly what were you feeling before and has it changed?
1: Before Harris departed, I was on Jill's in the blood and I predicted a 2-1 win for us. It's difficult now that Harris is left to know what their mindset's like. I think uh, Connor Masterson came out and said that they were all shot so it depends how they're going to come mm. out i i said at the start of the week i'd take four points from Warsaw and gillingham so i suppose i've got to back that from from what i said so i'll probably still go for a 2-1 win at gillingham which i think would be really good but anything can happen now yeah yeah absolutely, yeah, right. I'm, absolutely. Gonna, I'm
2: gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna chip i think it's gonna be a one-all draw
0: It's very (laughs) Gillingham.
2: Anyone in the comments pop up what your score predictions are for this one as well. It'll be good to see your score predictions pop up for these. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised though, as Jonathan said, if they're just utterly shell shocked. hmm. It's unless, as you know, as we've said, there's other things at play that you know maybe it's been brewing for a while and you know it could have a
3: huge negative effect. Could this? This could be. This this could ruin any sort of harmony they had in that camp. I couldn't
1: understand. They're only what? Are they only four points off the automatics, or something, or a point off? the... They're not that far away, are they?
0: Five points, four points off the top.
1: Four points off top of the league. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: It's it is a it's it's a very 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 dangerous and risky decision because it
2: it, it could it it could
3: work it could work they could bring someone else in and they may start scoring the goals that's the main thing Gillian fans are sort of concerned about
2: the lack of goals and we don't look at Bookie's odds i seen someone earlier on saying that Scott Lindsay was 2-1 to for Gillian
3: yeah he was Um, and it was uh, he was asked about it in his Crawley (laughs) press conference earlier on and he said he's employed at Crawley he's there to do a job at Crawley and he'll continue to do the job at Crawley until he's told otherwise essentially so that's a typical i'm not 100% sure where i'm going to be in a week's time answering is my thing is why did gillingham seem to considering we all think that Crawley or we all thought that Crawley was such a bad side gillingham have raided them for the last 8 9 10 months i don't Get it, I think the have Scott Lindsay. I think he's doing a phenomenal job, but it's uh, anyone could end up being manager at that club, Mark Hughes could end up there. We don't know what's going to happen.
1: Um, but yeah, the next appointment for Gillingham is huge, as you say, because the, the owners have got so much credit in the bank from the fans for what they've done on and off the pitch, and this yeah. next appointment is going to make or break how the fans feel, I think. Yeah, I, I think so as well. It could, it could really undo a lot of
3: that that goodwill that they've they've built up. Um, so yeah, well, Jonathan, look, thank you very, very much for coming on. Um, it's a pleasure to have you on. And if you do want to come on the six or six on Sunday night, the Twitter space, and talk about the game afterwards, uh, see how right you were with your prediction. Uh, yeah, we, we, well, I say we, are am not there, but these guys would love to
2: have you on. It's not even a if you want to, it? it's you are coming on yes please <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't get we don't get a lot of mk don's coming on them no uh, we don't so no. There, so it'd be really good to have a, an mk don's opinion coming on as often as possible so please feel definitely. free to drop on um every sunday at seven o'clock
1: definitely yeah no problem i'll uh, i'll try and get on this sunday if i if i can and uh thanks for having me on tonight guys thank you very much jonathan thank you,
0: you luck like on Bye. saturday just seen a ghost
2: <laughs> <laughs> It was in well, Mrs. But... Walking out in a dress. I'm,
0: like, I'm a little bit eff- Some sort of
2: effigy behind me.
0: That people look so closely. Because on Tuesday, was it what night was it? And people going on about your bloody washing in the background. I
3: know. Well, they always point out Grant's washing. They always point out Grant's washing. I'm just going to um, point out, you see, you see if it's
2: there, it's done. Oh. There we go. If it's there, it's done. Great,
3: Kenny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, look let's let's go through some comments and some questions. This is one I'll, I'll ask you guys because I obviously I'd give a biased answer on this one so I'm I can't really answer it, but you both there which is the more attractive job right now, Gillingham or Bradsford?
0: Yeah, I take Gillingham. I think
3: this sums it up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because my my rationale for choosing Gillingham was that they've got the kind of the investment in the players, they've got the talent there, they've got the financial backing, they've got kind of all of the jigsaw puzzles, and they've got the um, the ambition, and they're considerably further up the league than Bradford. I I think
2: Gillingham would be the safer option to take. Um, because, because of that But I think the more rewarding one for me is if you get this, if you get it right if you connect with the fans, you will be worshipped like a god at Bradford I think, mm-hmm. and I think for yeah. that reason, just due to the type of person I am, I, I would go for Bradford, I would want mm-hmm. that the glory of it, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I would, I'd be happy to risk it all going wrong to go to Bradford um, <laughs> if it was me
3: well, it's like I said on 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 Monday or or was it Sunday? It was either on the six or six or the podcast. But for a lot of people at this level, Bradford's the biggest they're going to get. Like that, without that's. I'm trying not to be disrespectful. What I mean is, like, players that come into this league that don't that that, that are good enough for this league and not really good enough to step up. They're not going to get a chance to play at a club. In front of 17, 18,000 people and managers that are good enough for League Two, but maybe not good enough for the step up. Again, 17, 18,000 people, it's a huge it's essentially a, a low end. Well, I don't want to say low end, because it's it's like mid to high-end championship yeah. attendances, but at a lower level, it's 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 yeah, I, look, I, I'll be biased, you know, I will. But some more comments here, and these again. Probably more for you guys, aside from the manager names, but because I I really can't answer. But where do you see this going? Bradford Swindon this weekend.
0: Is that this weekend? Oh yeah, I did know that actually. Yeah. Um...
2: You see, there's been so much happen in the last couple of days that mm-hmm. it's going to be a struggle. Swindon are going to want they're going to want to bounce back. Absolutely. Um, After the match against Notts County, I mean, they didn't play badly, but I think Bradford are almost like the anti Swindon in in terms of style of play. Um, It's going to be a tough one. And again, are Bradford going to set up in the same sort? I don't know how Bradford are going to set up this weekend in this light. I think this weekend we'll we'll get a feel for how Bradford's players
3: believe we should have been playing because it's a player yeah. that's taking charge. So I I feel that it's a case of okay guys you you've not performed under the manager yeah. show us how you think you should have been playing show us what you can do and that's yeah. what I think we're going to see and that this could look I'm not going to say we're going to beat Swindon because it could massively backfire and I I really don't know but I, I think out of the two clubs swindon will be more nervous going into this we've got nothing to lose at this stage we've lost our manager right. this is a free hit for the team and for the guy that's taking charge the fans aren't going to get on anyone's back this week it's going to mm-hmm. just be it's a free hit it's a let's see what we can do you know they, swindon did it last season when they when they when scott lindsay went and they had uh gavin Gunning, who's mm-hmm. also been named here as a potential for Bradford, um, when the when the chains come off, and you can just go out and just you don't really have to worry about the end. You know, if we get spanked three four nil, then McDonald doesn't manage again for us, and the chances are he was never gonna. Um, we're still bringing someone else in anyway. So, yeah, I would if I'm Swindon, I would be more nervous than Bradford. I,
0: I'm oh. so calm. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a big score line one way or the other.
2: It's a game I wouldn't put on my room.
0: Mm-hmm. I
2: would never choose a team to back in that. No. I would avoid it like the plague.
3: Mm-hmm. No. Um, we've got some more coming up, uh, some more questions here. So we've had a Knox fan join us. So Chris has come on and said, Notts fan here. Loving life back in the football, playing like prime 90s Keegan at Newcastle at the minute. <laughs> Loving it and just excited to see where this season takes us. I said on Monday, I, in fact, I think it was last night, I said, I think this season takes you up. I think you guys are going to continue mm-hmm. on this upward trajectory. And, you know, you're doing what a lot of people believed Wrexham were going to do. Um, I've I've tuned into a few e games and seen what you can do. And, it, it,
2: yeah, it, it looks they just it's beautiful. A good, they just play good football, don't they?
0: They're good yeah. football. Yeah. <laughs> on that team yeah. sequence chart they're literally as far on in the bottom right hand quadrant as you can get and that's i think that's the only thing if if people realize or kind of learn how to i don't know stop them playing in that way or you know do you, is it hoofball is there a you know a way to get around it if someone kind of gets the Notts county hack then that's the only way that they'll come unstuck yeah but it's lovely to watch as well. Like at for the other when whenever I went down, it was just it was just lovely to watch.
3: Yeah, Ch- I mean Charlie's said there about about the Bradford job. The pressure's immediate. Yeah, it, it is immediate. Yeah. Um, and then Jamie has nailed it. He's absolutely nailed the Bradford Swindon prediction. <laughs> I agree. However, I don't actually agree. Do you know why I don't agree? Because Ryan has has pretty much summed it up perfectly. Andy Cook will be rubbing his hands at that defence. Mm-hmm. Swindon's defence, if caught off guard, leak. Mm-hmm. They really do leak. We've got to worry about look, Andy Cook's we're gonna try. I'm guessing we're just gonna shoot from everywhere. We're gonna be trying to get goals this weekend because that's what we want to do. We want to give the fans something to cheer. We want to get the fans on side um because it's a fresh start. So Andy Cook, yes, he will be absolutely rubbing his hands. And look, God, can you imagine if we come out of this with a with a victory after everything we've been witnessing in the poor football that we have been seeing.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um birds of blue at Barrow this weekend's going to be tough for us so you guys have got Notts County and I I agree this could be yeah but it's the sort
2: of game that Pete Wilde would just Pete Wilde I'm, I was gonna say Pete Wilde knows Notts County he's oh my camera's decided to disappear don't know what's happened there sorry I'll work on getting that back Pete Wilde knows what to expect from <laughs> Notts County. he's played them he's played against them before I am um, yeah. in Halifax back in the, in the National League so he's got that experience. Yeah. I am of Nott's County. So, yeah, that will be interesting to see what's going on with them. Oh, I'm on OBS now. You nearly came back will, and we saw a flash here. I was fix this. I will <laughs> fix this. I'll be back in a moment. Used to take it.
3: No, it's, uh, Chris Gosling has come back again and said uh, Dan Crowler has been a revelation this season. He, he really has. Yes. Um, yeah. It was it's, – it's, it's just nice to watch. It's just nice to see teams that come back in – to the EFL, sort of pushing on and, and going forward. Not, you know, having a, have a, good, a good first season and then getting relegated mm-hmm. uh, back down to the National League. That's not what, you know, we don't want to see that. Unfortunately, we, we did see that, didn't we, Grant? Sorry, I wasn't myself I was to fix my camera. I said, we want to see teams from the National League come up and thrive. We don't want to see them have an all right first season and then get relegated. Yes, we do want to see that. We, we do. do want to see that. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm guessing that's about Andy Cook there, Jamie. He needs a big man to play off, though. That's Billy Banton's role. <laughs> right, look, listen, put me upside along Cook, along, put me up top alongside Cook. Uh, we are, we are the uh, Shearer and Sutton of, of of this this year's league too.
2: Yeah, Pete Wild. No, interesting. interesting from, from press here saying that he'd take a point at Barrow. If I was a not County fan, I wouldn't be happy just taking a point at Barrow. I would be saying I want to take all three. Yeah, you'd you would want you want to just keep going and run that as long as you can. Yeah,
3: it's going to be an uphill battle for Barrow this weekend, but I, I think Pete Wilde can do it. Um, but yeah, like I say, it's not not scouting, he'll be the, the confident one. James Shipley expecting Barrow to be tough. I believe we can take the win off the back of the Swindon win. Yeah, uh, you've 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 played harder teams than Barrow this season, but like we say, Pete Wilde's yeah. just so hard to predict. Um This question was for Chris, but we can also put it to, to James as well, because obviously both county fans there. Uh, sorry, Knox County fans.
0: Hannah. Knox County! No, no, um, oh, come on. Even Sally agreed with me. That
3: uh, <laughs> who do you prefer, Ruben Rodriguez or, or Dan Crowley? Chris has actually answered um, that already in chat. I thought we'd struggle to replace Rodriguez, but the biggest compliment I've mm. made Crowley is no one mentioned Ruben's mm-hmm. name at all. That's... A very, very good point. I'd forgotten myself. Like it is not been a thought. So yeah, maybe that does show that you've you've kind of you've just got a perfect Um, replacement.
0: And he's doing really well at Oxford United as well. Oxford
3: are just doing well. Top top, top to bottom. It's
2: yeah. We had a discussion about uh, that. It's because I was I was watching through um earlier on uh, a trial pod that we're doing for a couple of the guys for the League One, and uh, we've seen one of them brought up Oxford being the surprise package this season, and you just can't disagree with that at all. They've just been, a, yeah, they've been great.
0: Ian's got a really good point there, and I think I said this on Wednesday night about how, like, how tight the league is at the top or well, the f- top half, but also how County have been helped by like crew and Wrexham being a draw. There's there's been lots of fixtures and scores that you wouldn't necessarily expect that have really helped us out. Um and I'm sure other teams as well. But you know, me, me, me. During
2: the game I'm really looking forward to this weekend.
0: It's
2: Wimbledon v Mansfield. Wimbledon was sitting second against the runner play against Munda mm-hmm. Mansfield. For me, that's a huge, huge game there up in the up in the top seven. It's going to be great. Yeah. I I think
3: that Mansfield's unbeaten could come to an end this week.
0: But we do mm. say that. Well, oh, I say that every week. I was like, right, Wrexham, yeah, Barrow, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I, I do. I just I don't know. I have this this feeling. But let's look. So ah, oh, there we go, Hannah. <laughs> we can have a county title yeah i agree let's do that I
0: think the, the, we were founded top. first so therefore we'll i mean no one calls newport county county no do i you know? don't think you
3: were i don't think you were founded first oh I'm sure. shush I'm I was sure like, not.
0: I'll, I'll just I, say it with confidence and then I, i'm pretty sure
3: not so the oldest Club. I think
2: it's you know, one of the oldest
0: clubs oldest in professional the world. Club. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, yeah. yeah. Um, I, but I like this.
3: I like this. Whoever's whoever's higher in the league can have the county title. So does that mean if Bradford go top, we can be Bradford County? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you really don't want it. It causes, at least Nottinghamshire is a county, whereas Stockport clearly isn't. And the number of conversations and arguments about. Stockport and Cheshire and the metropolitan counties in Greater Manchester. Honestly, we could just be Stockport with hmm.
3: There we go. Not to play Mansfield next weekend. I think that will be the real measure of how good we are. If we finish above either Mansfield or Stockport, I think that means automatics. Can't just Fair play. Yeah. And then, look, Jamie said you have to play at the county ground to be really called county. We all and play they- at the county ground once a season at least. This is
0: getting silly now and it's five past nine. So should we just we right.
3: no, like, just right so before we before we do then we need to look at we need to finish the, the conversation. I'm I am i am allowed a, a, a breakdown.
0: Oh I'm yeah. Going. Oh yeah. People used to have music right You know what we
2: even do before we do your breakdown. Liam, you set me and Hannah homework for our podcast on Monday. Yeah. So we were to list the manager from one to twenty-four of who was the safest <laughs> and who was in the most trouble. Things have already started to play out. How have, have we still to do this? Well,
3: yeah, have forgot
0: all no, about it. Like, yeah,
3: you need no, not for it's not for tonight, it's for Monday. Um, for Monday. so do it for Monday, for I'm going to send you a video of me on the beach reading my list out. Um,
2: okay. will do it I, that way. I'm, I'm gonna have to do it on Sunday because so much can change.
0: Yeah, yeah we've got fewer
4: to I'm do, do, do it now. Monday
2: so <laughs> yeah, it's a 1 to 22 now. Yeah,
3: um. I, do you know what i'm quite happy that i get to have this breakdown because it, i've had to be very 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 conservative about the situation and i've i've been nice and this is what happened last time i was very very nice about Derek adams i spoke really highly of him i stayed professional and then they sacked him and i said do you know what it's time uh it was the right call to to sack Mark Hughes. It it was in the long run. It's been a very poor start. Grant, you've asked the question many, many times, would Ryan Sparks have the bottle to sack Mark Hughes? And he's shown that he does. People are still on about Ryan Sparks and saying that he should leave and that I disagree. Nothing that he's done... Has been criticized when he's done it. It's just hindsight when things don't work. But there's no we had no way of knowing that Mark Hughes was not going to work. Every Bradford fan. To be fair, most football fans in this league believed Mark Hughes coming in was going to be a success at Bradford. There were very few people who who didn't. But it hasn't worked. And we've seen lackluster football, poor performances, players who last season were knocking on the door of League One championship clubs completely stripped of confidence. Um it's just like nobody trusts the person alongside them. So the passing's been woeful. Nobody's really wanted to sort of rely on the person next to them. It's it's just not been enjoyable. I think I said four games into the season, I was ready for the season to end. So I think looking back now, that kind of was the writing on the wall there. Like it was that bad. Um Look, Mark Hughes, nice guy. I don't think he's going to manage again. He he did say, I think in private, I don't know if he said it publicly, but he he did say in private for definite that this was going to be his last job. I I don't really doubt that. I don't think he's, he's shown he's not really got much left in him, I don't think. Um Charlie here. I don't think Hughes could to turn the bad form around once he's got as far as it did. Did you also think if there wasn't a toxicity around, would have sacked him? Seems like a PR move to me. Um no, I feel like we had to sack him. I feel like you could see in the performances it was the players were completely just stripped of any any sort of belief. It's it's been horrible. It's genuinely considering. Last season was so positive, and yeah, we missed out on the, the playoff semi final to a, a last minute goal. But it was nice to have so much positivity for once. And like I, I put a tweet out after we lost that saying, it "Didn't matter that we'd lost it because what Mark Hughes did for us last season is he gave us that unity and belief back as a fan base. We've not, we've not had that for years, and mm-hmm. it feels like now it's we're back at square one." Um, although we've, you know, we've we've still got a good side. I, I do think we've still got a good side. I'll ask you to this because I no,
2: no Not at all. Mm-hmm. If, if Bradford got it wrong now, I think they could go down this year. Not a hope in hell. I, no. I've quite openly said I think this year's relegation will be the lowest point scoring in League Two, and I don't see Bradford. Being down there, there's, there's going to be two teams that are worse than Bradford this season Bradford yeah. aren't going to finish for me they're not going to finish in the bottom half this season, I think someone who comes in will get it right and turn it round. they will be mm-hmm. back in January to bring in their own players um, there's not a hat in hell's chance that Bradford will get relegated if they did there'd be major, major issues there, there has to be something clearly wrong with the club and fundamentally wrong with a club really to get relegated I like think the last few seasons, the clubs that have went down, there's been major problems with them internally, and- not just on the pitch. Bradford don't have internal problems, and they will get a good manager coming in. They will be backed, and they will push on up the table.
0: Yeah, I agree. There's, you know, you've got Sutton sitting down there at the moment with they got one point. Yeah, it's it's not the same. These are not the same things, and um, you know, we've got you know, we've talked in the past about the. You know, the risk and the financial mismanagement at club, clubs like Morecambe. You know, there's still loads. It <laughs> sounds awful, doesn't it? No, like, but there's still time for things like that to happen. And you know, the it's it's not always about what goes on on the pitch. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, ultimately, you know, we've talked about Crawley and where they are and how sustainable that is, given how uh, fragile their off the pitch activities are.
3: Um, yeah. So, I think Charlie's sort of come on to what I said there about Mark Hughes last season and this is again I can't speak highly enough about how much excitement I had from last season, it, it was it, it wasn't even that it was pretty either, like I came on the 606 last season and said many times we put in Derek Adams' performances but League 2 was very forgiving last year and it made, it flattered us at times but because of that unity and because of, you know, the, because of the way the fans were feeling, it was just nice. And I think now, you know what, we've had a shit start to the season, and Mark Hughes has gone. But for the first time last season in a long time, we had a we had a lot of belief. Um, and when you look at look like Doncaster away, that that four thousand Bradford fans packing that away, end, Andy Cook scoring that header, like. Jamie Walker celebrating with the fans, Rochdale away when we, we, we did 3-0 there. Carlisle at home in the playoffs. We had some Chef Wednesday in the uh, and Hull both in the cup at the beginning of the season last year. We had some really, really good games. Uh so why is it <laughs> <laughs> What do you think will be next for the 59-year-old, Mark? <laughs> um, probably 60th, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, questions? Yeah, some more questions for you. Jamie, do you think Bradford should go for a lesser-known manager after the last two appointments? Uh, mm, I don't think it matters. I think if they're, they're right for the job, they're right for the uh, job. What do you guys think?
2: I, I can see why think of the right the right right Ryan, Ryan Sparks has got this last two appointments absolutely Bob on yeah let's yeah. not forget this at the time no one would argued with Mark Hughes coming in and no one would have argued with Derek Adams coming in no not one person and I was listening into a space last night and I heard people saying that they were two bad appointments no one should <laughs> that in the eyes, pass the red face test and seriously believe that when they were announced that they were two back to the toilet. Exactly. And, and the issue that I
3: have with them saying that is that if they're, they're turning around now and saying Ryan Sparks got it wrong, Ryan Sparks believed that that was the right choice and it was clearly the wrong one. We as fans also believed it and everyone in those spaces believed it. So if we're going to throw Ryan Sparks under the bus because he believed that it was going to work, then we've got to throw ourselves under as well. We've got to hold our hands up and say, for hey, me, we got it wrong. We all believed Mark Hughes was the one. We all believed Derrick Adams. I still believe if Derrick Adams could have kept his mouth shut, we'd have gone up with Derrick Adams last
2: season. Here's mm-hmm. a sidestepped manager chat. Who did Gilligan bring in? Scott Lindsay. Is that, is that what your tweet was alluding into earlier on? Was it Scott Lindsay? <laughs> yes.
0: Well, they've had all the players, haven't they? They may as well have the manager as well.
3: He's local. He's from the area. Uh, He's doing phenomenal. He's doing, with Crawley, what Gillingham want to do. I know that they, they're not far off in terms of league position, but they're firing in goals and that's what they want that. So, yeah, for me, Scott Lindsay would be perfect. To be fair, Scott Lindsay had worked well at Bradford as well, but
2: I just don't see us buying someone out of the contract. How, how long did, I know they gave him, was that a lengthy contract that Wagney gave Scott Lindsay? Did they give him th- a three-year contract they gave him? Oh, no. Don't
0: know.
3: Don't know.
0: That does sound familiar. Because at the time we were like, well, it's no chance that will still be there in three years. It'll have been sacked in six months.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was a three-year deal um, that he got brought in on. So it's not going to be cheap to take Scott Lindsay. And I think if we want to keep him, they will throw more money at him if he's doing... Mm-hmm. If he's still doing as well as he has been. Because let's not get about the bridge. They still do have money behind them as well. Mm-hmm. And they Maybe. Want him to stay. Maybe. Maybe.
3: They, I don't think they have the money that they, we thought they did. Mm. Um, who do you think will go down?
2: Something. Straight away. I'm not even. <laughs> there's no. There's Who's no going down with certain? Sort
3: of? It's out of two for me at the minute.
0: Maybe
3: Trammeer. Tramair off our screen right now for me. Um, neither really look like they're fixing the problems. I know Tramair got the win on Tuesday, but we constantly get the uh, we constantly get the, the 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 losses against the teams that are doing poor. So it didn't surprise me in the slightest. Um, Chris has made a good point. Management. Sure. The game's moved on. From the, from the old school managers like Mark Hughes. And do you know what? I actually watched an interview with Micah Richards, and I don't know if I told you to this. Uh, I watched an interview with Micah Richards where he was talking about when he was at Man City under Mark Hughes. And he said, Mark Hughes was trying to implement this five at the back where you pass it along the back and you, you try and push forward like that, hoping for a break, he said. And we just never, it never worked and we couldn't seem to get it right. And he didn't want to change because he wouldn't accept that it wasn't going to work. That was 15 years ago and we were still doing that on tuesday night so he's not changed his style he hasn't adapted and as chris says the game's moved on you have got to you've got to move with it
2: i think this is i think this is a very prevalent point that ryan's brought up about forest green to go down and that's why i'm really reluctant to, to think that forest green are going to go I still think i said this all last season and i'm going to sound like a broken record i still think Harrogate will get dragged into it I I don't think Armstrong's head's and it still after everything that happened with the deal falling through at so he's not firing or something not right with Armstrong just now. I'm, His head's yes, gone. His head's gone. On harrogate, harrogate pick up points here that will pick up points here and there. I'm I i do I've not seen them being the same team as they were last season. They Had a really good start to the season last season. They were up there. They were like your Wimbledon who were up at the the, the top side early on and then they just slip down the table. They've not got a massive table to slip down this season if they have a really poor run mm-hmm. of form. I'm I, uh, I'm going to pull Harry into that bottom too for me to go down with, because I still think Armstrong's going to be gone in January. Fair play. Uh, what about that one there? If Crawley lose Lindsay, do you think that they could be in trouble or
3: do you think they'll get the next appointment right?
0: Yeah, I, like I them, said I that. Like
3: lose You've what, sorry?
2: I don't think they lose Lindsay. No, but if they did, I think it was their appointment, I just can't see them losing Lindsay.
0: No, I think I said a few weeks ago that that was the risk for them, as you know, in maintaining their current performance and form, was Lindsay going for one reason or another. So, yeah.
3: And then, just as we start to wrap up, because uh, this is supposed to be a quick show, and we, you know, what <laughs> we always do. Um, if you were allowed to vote for a three up, three down, which way would you vote? Oh,
0: oh, Grant's gone again. Uh, and- so that, that the National League uh, contributor can't contribute to the because it's like turkeys voting for Christmas, isn't it? When you're in the National League, you want three to go up. When you're in the and when you're in League 2, you, you want to keep it as two because... No, I want three. I want protected. three.
3: I, I, I want three up, three down. I've said it for years. I think it's fair. It should be across all leagues. I don't know why four mm-hmm. go up out of League no, 2 and four come down out of League 1. I think three up, so, three down
2: across the leagues. I'm going to put in how I think it should be because I know the EFL don't like... The EFL clubs don't like vote for it because they don't want three down. And mm-hmm. the National League really want three up. I think... The third-bottom team should enter into a promotion-relegation playoff.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I think there should be two automatic spots from the National League, and then the playoffs should be from third down to seventh, like it is just now. And add in the team that finishes third-bottom. They've got to play for survival. It's very, very similar to how we do it in Scotland. We do a promotion-relegation playoff, and I think that should be the case. You've had a poor season you should still be in the thing to go down but you can still play to fight to stay up Um, that's how I think it should be done and I think that's a fair way to do it rather than just go to only one team's automatic and the rest second to seventh is playoffs I think that's horrible Um, but I think a, a promotion relegation playoff would be great to see yeah
3: uh, so I, I think I just think that there should be the option for three teams to come up, and there should be definitely look not County getting the points total that they did last season and not coming up yeah, automatics is disgusting. Absolutely. Um, it's it's utterly bizarre. But guys, other than that, we've reached the end. I didn't really go on. My, my, I didn't. It wasn't really a downer for me. Do you know what? I, I'm going to be brutally honest. Like I felt this afternoon. I was thinking about it and. I actually feel quite happy about the situation at Bradford. Mm-hmm. Now, I I'm Quite glad it's over. Happy it happened because we got to, you know, I, I never thought I was going to see Mark Hughes manage my football no. club in a League 2 level. Like it just, it was, yeah, the, the feeling that it brought, it was great. It didn't work. There's a lot of memories that will never, ever go away. It's some really, really good stuff that I got to see behind the scenes. Um, yeah, a lot of it is what it is, we'll see what's going to happen going forward. But there you go, Grant. James agrees, for it. I'm he's gonna... got support for it. Let's get Grant on the board at the EFL. Um, <laughs> but other than that, guys, we've reached the end, and this is my last show before I go on holiday.
0: Oh, so this is our last show for like a month.
3: Oh, we have Could no, we... we've got an overlap, haven't we? Because you, I, I get back sooner so i think we've actually got an overlap where we do do a show
0: yeah i'm
3: not going 10 nights anymore so we'll have an overlap where there is one show in between but i'm back on the 16th the the 16th podcast wise so yeah i'll see you guys then and grant and hannah are going to be taking the reins for the next week and a bit um
0: and if grant struggles with bedtime it's gonna be me on sunday let's go
2: it's gonna it's just gonna be a disaster over the next week but it's gonna be it's gonna be fun i think we're gonna have a lot of fun hannah
0: <laughs> at least we've not got midweek games this week feels like it's been a bit hectic it's been, it's
2: it's been non-stop hasn't it? it's it been a really really busy week but as i said we have come to the end, guys if you are watching on youtube and you're not already subscribed to it, hit the subscribe button like this video go on to our previous video hit the like video on that there's a little bell on youtube as well hit that turn the notifications on so you'll get notified whenever we put up a new video whenever we go live so you'll always know when we're coming up live there's loads more content coming out and hopefully some more leagues coming up league one coming up championship coming up potential national league as well so look hit the bell you will get constant notifications of our things coming up if you're watching on our twitter page like us on twitter share it out like it love it give it to your friends give it to your nan we just want everyone to come along and watch this like us on Facebook, share it out, when it's on Spotify, rate us five stars. Same on Apple Music. Everyone, thank you. Good night. We have been the Lower League. Look, brought to you by the Sports Media. Yeah, you balls that up, didn't you? Because we're not the Lower League <laughs> anymore. This is... it's, 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 it's oh, yeah. Technically, yeah, we're brought still you. alive. We're still alive. By us. He's
3: brought... So it's us brought to you by us. Us. Uh, yeah, guys. Sunday, 7 pm, 6.06. Grant and Hannah will be there. I won't. Have a good weekend and um, good be luck sorry. with everyone this weekend, other than Swindon
0: and Doncaster.
3: Who are we playing, Grant? Uh, it's national. You got to here.
0: Bye, guys. Bye.